Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today. Let me do this for like a few seconds as opposed to three minutes. It says three minutes? It says three minutes. Three plus minutes. Admins. Wand this thing for three minutes. And that removes the, I don't know, (laughs) the bullshit. (laughs) From this wine, this wine doesn't have any bullshit though. It's a well-made Tomasello Winery wine. Tomasello Winery is a good winery. Mm-hmm. Make high-quality rosés among many other fine wine products. Sponsor us, please. Tom of Tomasello's, <laughs> please hook us up here. Do us a solid. We'll get some of our hundreds of listeners. Or hundreds of listeners. 200 a week, Tom. (laughs) Wild. Welcome to Brosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rosé. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hello. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And across from me, reporting live here for the first time, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. Jumpman is here to refill your beer. <laughs> we did it, guys. Uh, the high quality audio that you expect on this brosé podcast, as I said, went through. And uh, found some of Tim's greatest quotes and uh, greatest offerings to this show. And uh, we're, we're going to splice them in to, to make it seem like Tim's actually here. Isn't that right, Tim? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's good input there, Tim. I, I appreciate it. Authentic Tim. Uh, authentic Tim. Uh, Tim, th- this new job of yours, uh, it sounds like a great opportunity. Give me an idea about what they're... they're you never told us about the salary, though. How much are they paying? 30 bucks an hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not bad. That's pretty good. It's hey, pretty I'd, good. I'd take it. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to the Brose Podcast. Available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, never else for fine podcasts are bought and sold. The premise of our show is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything, and we do it while enjoying a crisp, delicious glass of rosé. So if you have a question you want us to answer on the air... You want to email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But of course, we got to tell you what we're drinking first. So, Rich, what are you drinking today? I am drinking uh, uh, a Wawa uh, a cold brew iced coffee because uh, I am still fighting that same sinus infection as mm-hmm. of last session. Yeah. Uh, so I'm being responsible. That's very responsible of you. Tim, what do you think? Now, 
<laughs> I agree. Sean, yeah. what's that? <laughs> what are you drinking? I'm drinking Cataldi Madonna Malandrino. Uh, and it is still pretty good. It's really sweet. Um, good for a summer brunch. With the bros. With, With the, the bros. bros. Just, just, just two of your bros. Just three bros hanging out, hanging drinking out, wine chilling. together for brunch, uh, as we are, because it is a brosé brunch. I am drinking Tomasello Winery's Shorehouse Rosé. It is a premium, semi-dry rosé table wine, uh, and it is pretty good. Uh, it is sweeter than I would expect, even though it says semi-dry and not you know completely dry. It's still sweeter than I would have expected, given the exp- the, uh, the description. But it is it is good. It is good for a sweet wine. Tomasello, obviously local to us, and uh, I would I would definitely recommend it. And also, the wine bottle gives us all the best from Charlie and Jack Tomasello, third generation winemakers. So I appreciate that they thought about me personally. I <laughs> uh, wanted to extend their best wishes uh, as as a purchaser of their fine wine. Wait, it wasn't Tom Tomasello like you were saying in the preamble. Uh, I mean, the Tom Tom Tomasello. May he live forever. I'm assuming is no longer with us. I mean, mm-hmm. the the original Tom of Tom Tomasello's uh, <laughs> winery, which they they went by the full name before Tom Tomasello. All right, I've got here in my hand our second round of questions. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, see, it's like Tim's in the room with us. Yeah, it's just he's always here. You know, how Tim's always... all, you know how Tim's always he's... shouting, "Oh yeah, oh yeah!" <laughs> he's always in our heart. Absolutely. Yeah. Who wants to? Tim, Tim, you said that already. Yeah, relax. Now, who wants to party? Tim, Tim, come on. We're trying to get to the questions. Yeah, yeah, Tim. Uh, you, you've said this like six or seven times. Do you have anything else on your in, in your repertoire? Duff man says a lot of things. Oh, yeah. The Duff. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. This took me like 30 minutes to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, our first question is, what's on your bucket list this year? This year? Uh, yeah. I guess we'll say in the next 12 months, but, okay. you know, whatever you want. Uh, if you want to say the rest of 2021, if you want to say, you know, from now until August 2022, your call. What's on your bucket list? Yeah, I'm going to go between now and August 2022, and there's uh, probably two things that I really want to do. One of them is get a new job. The other one is go to the West Coast. Mm. Mm. West Coast? Any particular part of the West Coast? Um, Not, not really. Uh... Maybe just take like maybe an extended vacation, just like start in Seattle, maybe head down to uh like somewhere in California and just check it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe just drive down to PCH. PCH? Pacific Coast Highway. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that's what it meant. <laughs> Pacific <laughs> Coast Highway. Where? That's that's like the main as far as I can think, as 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 far as I know, that's like one of like the main highways. It's along the coast, obviously, and like it's the mountain on the one side and the ocean on the other, and just it goes like down most of mm-hmm. California. I believe. Very nice, very nice. I don't like the implication of this question because it says bucket list, and I don't mm-hmm. like the implication that we're going to die <laughs> in yeah, the next yeah. twelve months. Yeah, like, in the bucket list this year, like okay, well that's it. <laughs> I, guess, <laughs> I guess write a will, uh, get my affairs like, in order. <laughs> yeah, because it's like yeah, before I die in the next twelve months, I want a new job. Yeah. No, before mm-hmm. I die in the next twelve months, I don't want a new job. Yeah, it's like, like I'll save that for my next year's bucket list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when I die next year. Uh, Sean, what's on your your bucket list for uh, this year? So it might be pretty simple. There's so in Philly, there's a frisbee golf course, and it's either the first or the second one that was ever put in the ground, hmm. and so it's like historical, and it's still there. And sick, and so I'm trying to trying to get out there. Like it's so close, I just 
it's just like that little extra bit of effort that I mm-hmm. haven't been able to put myself to do. And so I think it'd just be really fun. It's historic and something I really like to do. So mm-hmm. easy, easy bucket list. Play the course. Just play the course. Yeah. Go, go, pro, go pro yourself on your chest and just yeah. uh, record it and put it on your YouTube. Yeah, exactly. That'd be fun. I mm-hmm. like that. Sadly. <sighs> Boy, I don't know what would be on my bucket list for, for in the next 12 months or so. Um, I guess improvement in, in, at work will be good. Um, my brother and I have been discussing doing a podcast together uh, over the last couple of weeks, and I think that would be a nice thing to do is to actually pull that together and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, more on that later, Brose listeners. But uh, but apart from that, I don't know. Get out of the house. Uh, I guess <laughs> we're going to go with that. You know what? No, no, no. That's, I, I, got, I got one. I, I need to get back in... in regular good basketball shape mm-hmm. i have uh play, i played basketball this summer and it was a lot of fun uh but it was very clear that i had not played basketball in a few years uh and uh I, it got better as the season went on even though i hurt my back uh but felt more like hey i'm playing hey i'm running around i got my feet under me again i mean i'm hitting shots and everything so i felt like i was getting there i'd like to get back to somewhere approximating where i was when i was like i don't know 20 when I was playing basketball. So uh, I'd like to get back to that as far as getting my wind back, getting my, my, my sweet stroke, my mid range game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, do that sweet mid range game. Exactly like DeMar DeRozan. Uh, (laughs) So I I would like to do that. I'll, I'll put that on my bucket list is to, uh, to become a, a more, uh, a more competent basketball player. I'll Mm -hmm. put it that way. Uh, Any other bucket list items guys? You know what that kind of want to get back into golf too. Me too. Mm. Like I, I used to, I used to golf a lot. I used to go at least once a month with a uh, uh, cousin of the show, Vince Guida, mm-hmm. as well as my dad and his stepdad. But I just over the past like couple of years, like three, four mm-hmm. years, just like I don't like golf. But mm-hmm. it's like it, it was more I was just not having fun at those times. I like my clubs suck, and mm-hmm. probably around the time I was gaining some more weight, so it made it more uncomfortable to actually go play. So like. Yeah, I want to get to the process of losing weight and enjoying golf again. Okay, mm-hmm. I can get behind that, uh, Tim. What, what's on your bucket list for this next year? I'm just giving it to your wife. <laughs> she is gonna be sore tomorrow. Well, that's just rude. I mean, <laughs> wow, Tim. Wow. Like just, I mean, I mean, Jesus, you move, you move away for <laughs> for the first time, and suddenly just throwing around like callous accusations that you're just gonna. You know, Presumably, just have sex with all our wives. It's 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 kind of unfair that you get to have sex with my wife before I have sex with my it's wife. It's brutal. So. It's 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 like <laughs> it's just one of those things that Tim is capable of doing now. I guess. G- give her my number for me, please. Our next question: How do you feel about sharing your password with your partner? Well, I mean, we have to in order for it to work, because otherwise, like one of us will get injured and hold. password. Got it. Okay. Um. Not not. Safe word. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I can definitely read that. So password. Password. I have no problem with it. I mean, uh, it depends. I guess it depends on what the password is, but ultimately there's not a lot that I have. I don't have many accounts to things that I wouldn't be comfortable with being like, yeah, hey, here's, yeah, I have my wife log into mm-hmm. it and and, mm-hmm. and be able to see everything. Like it's, it's like, it's all, that's the thing. Like all the accounts that I have access to is like, it's like bank accounts and like Facebook and Twitter and like shopping i that's really the extent of it or like my phone and it's like yeah. fine whatever like <laughs> go, yeah. go for it at that point like what, what about you guys I, i'd be i'd be fine with it but it also it would make me uh um it would make me think like 
does she really not trust me to the fact that she's now asking my password to look into my things? Like, there, there, there would be a level to the relationship at that point for me that I'm like, what happened to bring that trust away to where you kind of feel like you need to go into my email or my Facebook or whatever. Like I've got nothing to hide and I'm, I, I like, I also don't have a partner to share my password with, but it would just like, it would take you a second to be like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, sure. But why you have to know your partner at that point to know whether it's a, it, it act, it's accusatory or whether it's just, Hey, this is a development in our relationship. And it's not necessarily a, I want to keep tabs on you because I suspect you of something. Mm-hmm. It's more just, hey, this is what I, as as your partner, consider to be a comfort level, which is we just know each other's phone passwords or, yeah. or whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's uh, sort of other context needed. There. Like if it's like phone passwords or passwords to my computer, like, yeah, absolutely. But it, like it, when it comes to like a Facebook password, password to email, that just... Like, my mom, when I was, like, 13, she wanted my password to my email. I was like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, why does it matter? And it, it'd be the same. I'm like, I'll give it to you because I don't have anything to hide. But mm-hmm. there's the, there it, it does take away a level of trust for me if it's yeah, somebody's it's a, asking for that. It's a little... There are some situations, I think, where it's a little bit skeevy and makes me feel, like, a little bit uncomfortable. But I don't... But like like you said, there isn't. I'm not trying to hide anything. It's just like, why do you want? Yeah, why exactly. Do you want, why do you want to know? Like, mm. yeah, with it is stuff like I think like with the email, mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Facebook, I guess too. But mm-hmm. like, like I'll even say, if you're trying to get onto my comp- computer at my house, the password is sixty nine forty two. Like, of course it is. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> whose password isn't sixty nine forty two? Yeah. Uh, but like. Uh, anything else i'm like all right uh, maybe not maybe 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 let's talk about this first mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah okay it, it depends on where you are in the relationship yeah. i suppose yeah um any other thoughts on giving your password to your partner sharing it i think for the most part i'm I'm good with it especially with things like like bank accounts and things like mm-hmm. that because because yeah. you, you just you need it or whatever yeah agreed but hmm. If you are in a bad mood, do you prefer to be left alone or have someone to cheer you up? I think it depends on the bad mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's there's a lot. Mo- most of the time, I think I'd rather have someone there to cheer me up. But there are times when I just want to be left alone. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I just need however long, like an hour or two, just to figure myself out. Especially if I don't know why I'm in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. Right. The, those kind of no no reason bad moods. And I like... It doesn't matter what anybody says. I'm, I'm just I'm just determined. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be in a dark place right now. And yeah. You can't do yeah. anything. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been in that place before, and I think I think I prefer to have the person there only for the reason, like in the moment, I might want to be. I, in the moment, my brain might tell me like you want to be alone, like you want to be solitary and all this other stuff. And I think that works for a lot of people. I, I think that's what my brain tells me, but that's not really what I need. I think what my, it's basically like my brain is feeding me the junk food, which is the solid, which is the solitude. Mm-hmm. And what I really need is some sort of human interaction because I realize the moment I interact with someone else, I'm like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's, look, it's, look, another person. Like, it's not just me wrestling with the demons in my head <laughs> yeah, yeah uh so for me i would prefer to have someone there uh even if it's not like explicitly to cheer me up mm-hmm. uh just to have another human being and have that interaction what about you reggie it, it's um if i'm 
in a bad mood because of someone, I want to be alone. And it's not, I want to be alone from that person I'm in a bad mood from. I want to be alone from all people because all people make me mad at that moment. But if I'm in a bad mood for an inexplainable reason, uh, like for instance, yesterday before everyone came over, I had uh, Sean and everyone over for the the D&D podcast to just meet and meet and greet and everything. Before they all came over, I was in a bad mood. I was just like... I was just a lot of stress and everything was going through my head. And I was just like, I almost texted. It was like, guys, we can't do this today. I need to cancel. I'm just not feeling it. Mm. But everyone showed up and I was just like, oh, this is good. Mm. This is great. Right. I was in a bad mood for no reason. Mm-hmm. People are here. We're talking about things we like. I was able to cook yeah. food for all of them, which makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And it, I was good. And yeah. so like, yeah, it's the, the being in a bad mood for no reason. Give me people being in mm. a bad mood for a specific reason. Mm. Give me some space. So if you, if you have that, if you're, it's another person who's like wronged you or you're just annoyed with or something like that. Yeah. No good. You would not appreciate it if like Tim came in and said, Jumpman is here to refill your beer. You wouldn't appreciate that. Well, if he was there to just refill my beer and leave, I'd yeah. appreciate it. But yeah. if he's there to refill my beer and then like try to hang out and like yeah. Pro push out to get you. what was actually bothering me, I'd be like, just. I need some space. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, any other thoughts on uh, being left alone or or having someone there to cheer you up or mm-hmm. whatever? Both are needed. You just it needs to be the right time for that. Yeah. You just got to read the room. Yeah. Next question: Have you ever broken someone's heart? Uh, most certainly, I have. I definitely yep. have. <laughs> I'm innocent. No, I, I almost certainly have as well. Uh, is hmm. I mean, look, just by the very nature, like, if you are initiating a breakup of any sort, mm-hmm. just by definition, you're doing that. And I have initiated breakups in the past, and it sucks uh, because you get that visceral reaction right there in a lot of cases. So, yes, I, I have I have, I've been a heartbreaker mm-hmm. Yeah, at, I've at one lives. point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any any specific occasion? You don't have to give like specific instances there, or anything there was, like that. There was there uh, was a few sessions back. We we were like, have you like are have you ever kept secrets from your parents? And if so, like, would you want to say them now? And there was something that I was like, I don't want to talk about on the podcast, but I told you guys about after. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember what that was. I've told you about it multiple times, Sean. But that person that that was about had continued to text me for a year following like every couple of months Mm -hmm. and it always made me afraid that they lied to me about something Mm -hmm. and so like after about a year of them messaging me i was just like stop messaging me we had there's nothing between us you give me anxiety every time you text me stop messaging me i know for a fact like they were just using me as like we went through something together and i'm like i don't want to remember that right and so I feel like I most likely broke her heart by mm. saying this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a crummy feeling. Like it's yeah. just one of those things. Like you, you never want to be like it was as hard for you as it was for me. But like it is genuinely a gut wrenching thing to know that like hey this isn't gonna work out and I do something like whether you do something that's just you fuck up in the relationship or you or even just like a friendship or a yeah. familial relationship. Um, if you, either you mess up. Or you are are breaking off a relationship that you think is not going to work out, like it's it's just, it, it, I guess there are certain people I'm sure who are just like yeah, 
broke up with this this girl, I broke up with this guy, whatever. But like, I, I've never been like that. And I, it doesn't seem like any of us have mm-hmm. really been like that. It's, it's an emotionally jarring thing. Yeah. So, but it's hard because like you're, you also, you know, if you broke the heart, you're the perpetrator a little bit. Yeah. The perpetrator as if you did something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sean, you want to just, just air some laundry and just like start talking about. Uh, no, I, there's just definitely, there have been times yeah. when I've, you know, uh, you, I, I think, I've definitely been uh, been guilty of leading people on mm-hmm. and then like breaking it off and then like they Oh yes, yeah, so I, I Yeah. High school Matt, bad dude. <laughs> bad dude in that department. Yeah, college early college Sean really fucked some some people over. And I feel bad about it still. Yeah, but I forgave you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. Uh it's 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 a shitty feeling and it's uh, that's that's also like Part of getting older, like it's like people are gonna do crummy things to you, and you wind up doing crummy things to other people, unfortunately. And it's just, you know, you limit that and learn from it, and eventually mature into an adult who has a podcast where we drink and make dick jokes <laughs> for hours on it. Our next question: What are your top five favorite movies? Top five? That's so many. Oh, man, that's gonna be hard to come up with. Full. Five. I'm interested. In this huh boy I, th- I thought about this before because my brother and i used to do uh this with music like if you were on desert island you can only bring five albums with you what would you bring mm-hmm. um and i started thinking about this like a while back and trying to extend it to movies but i don't watch a ton of movies um so it'll probably be butch cassidy and the sundance kid is on there love that movie paul newman and rob redford um I call him Rob because he and I are casual. <laughs> you're, just, you're, you're, you're that close. Me, that and, close. me, me and Bob Redford over here. Uh, Bobby R. Uh, <laughs> the so, Bobster. Yeah, the Bobster. Big Bob. <laughs> Big Bob's beepers. Um, so Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid is on there. Um, the original Rocky is on there. Mm. Monty Python and the Holy Grail is on there. I had to toss it between that, and technically they had a movie called It Now for something completely different, which is just a bunch of Monty Python sketches in mm-hmm. film form. But I will say Holy Grail. Because um, that one's great. Uh, I'm going to put two more. What, what about you guys? I'm, I'm trying to think of the other two. Uh, Stand By Me. Mm. It's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Also, um, what's that... You're killing me, Smalls. Sandlot. The Sandlot. The yep. Sandlot yeah. is just. I has, it has a special place in my heart. I, we always used to watch it on like uh, trips when I was a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Field trips. Mm-hmm. It's a super sick movie. I love that yeah. movie. It's a uh, great movie. Very quotable. Oh, The Matrix. The original Matrix. Nice. nice. It's such a good movie. It's it holds up so well. Mm-hmm. I need to think of two more. These aren't in any specific order. That's not one through five, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Remember the Titans is my all-time favorite sports movie. It's a good movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that would be in there. Um, Shin Godzilla is the best Godzilla movie since the original 1954 Godzilla movie. So I would put that one in there. Um, You can't do... Honestly, in my opinion, you can't have Endgame without Infinity War. So I'm not going to take up two spots for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I would probably do... Um, let's go with Winter Soldier because that's th- one of the best standalone Marvel films. You don't need to know too much about what's going on beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 
man, two more. I got the Naked Gun. Okay, I forgot about the Naked Gun. Such a funny ass. I'll go with Airplane. Great, there you go. (laughs) There you go. I mean, mean, you can't go wrong with either one of them. I just. Uh, and then I'll, I'll go. I'll I'll go a new hope. Hope uh, the first Star Wars film because uh, it's like you can watch it standalone. It's a great movie front to back. You don't have to see any prequels. Don't have to see any sequels. It's a standalone great movie if you just want to watch one space opera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's my five. It's Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Monty Python, The Holy Grail, The Naked Gun, uh, Star Wars: A New Hope, and the other one that I said. <laughs> uh, oh, what was the other one I said? Which Cassidy? Rocky. 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 Yes. Uh, too fast. Too furious. <laughs> too fast. The second one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of a good comedy to have. I can't think of one that like. I just I can't think of a comedy right now at all. It's just like my mind's completely blanking. You're Will Ferrell guy. Uh, I mean, I am. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the, 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 the college one, um, old school, old school. Yeah. We'll go yeah. with old school. I think toy story, probably my fifth one. Mm, okay. It's, a, it's just a solid, it's, it's like the epitome of that Pixar. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's so lean as a movie. There isn't really anything that's, no, there's no excesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So my five were Shane Godzilla, remember the Titans, Captain America, winter soldier, old school, and I forget what the other one was. Yeah, it doesn't just... matter. You can just listen back yeah. to what we said. Yeah. <laughs> we all said Godfather, Godfather 2, because we're cinephiles. Casablanca. Uh, yeah. Casablanca. Citizen Kane. Gone with the Wind, Citizen Kane. Rosebud. I still haven't watched it. I, I, I have to fucking find that somewhere. I want to watch Citizen Kane the whole way through. <laughs> um, all right. The next question. Are you confrontational? No, I'm why the did, opposite of confrontation. Why did you stare directly at me, Matt, when you asked that? <laughs> because you're in the room. Okay. You know, start some shit. I thought is that what this is? <laughs> is that I, what this is, Rich? Were, were you referencing some sort of like are you truck fucking, incident or something like that? Are you fucking, are, are you fucking, you want to bring up the truck again, Rich? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, are you confrontational? I am not confrontational. Uh, I will do it if need be, but I am not uh, actively looking to engage people on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I am. I. I am. Uh, I, I go with the United States leftist Democrat route. Just look for the diplomatic solution. I think. I think that all three of us, and four, all four of us, yep. are the kind of people who don't look for confrontations, but when mm-hmm. when they need to happen, will step up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a real way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are like scary. Yeah, because, when it has to happen. Because for the most part, I don't think any of us want confrontation. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're just like, if if you're if it's gotten to that point, something mm-hmm. really wrong has something has happened that's very wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say yeah. so. Tim, would you agree? What would Jesus do? See, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good point, Tim. What would Jesus do? Would he get into a confrontation? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Remember, he flipped all those things in the temple. He's a confrontational dude. That's true. He did. <laughs> <In the temple. laughs> he killed that fig tree. Yeah, he's he's an angry person. Uh... Yeah, I, I agree that like I, I will try to avoid a fight as much as possible. But like if somebody's or like try to avoid like even getting in anyone's face unless it's just like if unless they're an absolute asshole or whatever. Like if I see there's something going on and it's consistently constantly happening and they're not stopping, then I'm going in and stopping it. But mm. Any of the like confrontations I've ever been in, or somebody coming to me and causing problems. 
and mm-hmm. not me going in out. Generally, if you're confrontational, I think you're not it, like it requires a lack of consideration of other people's feelings to a degree that I don't think any of us are capable mm-hmm. of because that's part of the problem is like if I have to be confrontational, I am still doing the calculus in my head of like, all right, do I have to have a relationship with this person afterwards? Uh, you know, how do I preserve that? You know, maybe they're just having a bad, like I, I run through like nine or eight, nine or eight. That's how I do math. I start going backwards. Uh, but I start going through all these scenarios in my head and it becomes like a very draining experience for me to have to be confrontational with somebody. And so, yeah, so I, I try to avoid that when possible. And sometimes it's not. And sometimes you gotta, you gotta, you gotta yell at the person on the phone or sometimes you gotta you know, take it to somebody who's screwing you over in real life. But, you know, Try to avoid that when possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts on getting in fights with people? We hate it. Mm-hmm. I only fight trucks. Yeah. Rich fights trucks. Rich stands in front of trucks <laughs> and gets presented with beers as payment. Uh, what is an innocent mistake that you made that had dramatic consequences? I, mm, I don't... I can't think of one. I really can't. Like, I've made mistakes for sure. But, like, the dramatic consequences is, like, is what's, like, really throwing me. I don't think there's anything that's had, like, very dramatic consequences. Well, there was one, but again, I'm not talking about that on here. Uh, so, yeah, I don't really know. Uh, I ran garbage disposal with a shot glass in it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, it was the morning after a party that we had, and I was, I, I almost... 99 times out of 100, I checked the garbage disposal before running it. And like, all right, is there anything in there? Is there like a fork or a piece of glass or something like that? And this one morning, I was hungover, didn't do it, churned up a piece of glass. I turned up the shot glass in there and it ruined our garbage disposal. We started having leaking water and we had water damage. It was brutal. It was brutal. This is at Bennett's house, too. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. even my house. So, uh, so uh, yes, I will say that that had dramatic consequences. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so it cost me a little bit of money, but uh, <laughs> but uh, that was and it took a while to fix. Tim Hansen, uh, engineer that he is, took the goddamn thing apart and uh, and and put it back together again and got us another six months out of it uh, before it failed entirely because it was an old garbage disposal. But uh, yeah, that was I would say innocent mistake, just flicking a light <laughs> flicking a light switch <laughs> by the side of the sink and it had dramatic consequences. You know what? I haven't used my dishwasher in probably three years, and at this point probably shouldn't because it's everything's going to be dry rotted, and so I'm going to need a new dishwasher before I use one. That's an innocent mistake. That's gonna. That's kind of a dramatic consequence right there. So is your innocent mistake just every day looking at your dishwasher and going like, nah? Well, it was. <laughs> not it was not today. It was every day of I'm one person who dirties two dishes. I don't need a dishwasher, mm. so I washed them by hand. Mm-hmm. And then right now my sink is completely full because I made strombolis yesterday. And so um, it would be nice to have a dishwasher, but mm-hmm. I'm like, it runs the risk of like all the tubes being dry rotted because they haven't been used in mm-hmm. two, three years and could just make a bigger mess than just doing the dishes. Mm-hmm. Sean, have you made an innocent mistake that had dramatic consequences? Just like earth shattering? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't think of a. I accidentally slept with somebody one time. Oops. <laughs> and it was like, it, and it was, it was, a, it was one of the situations where I was leading them on. Okay. And it was like it. It, it was innocent in that, like at the time, I was. I didn't. I wasn't thinking about it in like, 
the proper context, I was just like, seems like a good idea. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, sex. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But then, uh, but then immediately afterwards, I was like, oh, that was stupid and can't happen again. And I like fully fucked over a friendship I had for a very long time. For but it's like it has since uh, worked out for both of us, so we're good. Yeah. Uh, but like it was at the time, like it was, it was just like one lapse in judgment Mm -hmm. and it just like fully messed up the course of that relationship for a long time sure so Mm -hmm. innocent can is debatable i guess (laughs) i was just not i wasn't thinking yeah i mean innocent short-sighted kind of go hand in hand because it's just like yeah like this is this is what i feel like doing right now and like what are the what could possibly go wrong like it's i I think that those two kind of go hand in hand yeah 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 like and after you guys have brought up everything you've brought up, I'm like, man, there, there, there are a decent number of them now that I think mm-hmm. about it. Like, uh, with my ex, she would click, I would click interested on a lot of the things she was interested in. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm interested in things you're interested in. But she, mm-hmm. because she didn't have the same feelings towards me, like as strong as I did, she took it as like a, it's kind of weird and creepy that you're like you're clicking all the interested things on these things that you have no interest that, that like mm-hmm. like well no i i am interested but i also just want to spend the time with you right so it was like kind of it was an innocent mistake of just being like i'll just click like on everything they do mm-hmm. but then it just turned into like me causing things to fizzle out more between me and her. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's just sometimes short-sighted or or well-intentioned, but, you know, mm-hmm. you don't know. Uh, anything else? Tim, uh, any innocent mistakes that you've made? And now, Duffman has a dinner date with his estranged daughter. Must not bring up why she dropped out of college. It's too sad. Well, that seems like more like the effect than the cause, <laughs> Jeez, frankly. Tim, how old were you when you had a daughter? She's in college at this point. Yeah, so it brings up more questions than answers. Um, the next question is, who would you trust to pick out clothes for you? And there's one answer, and it's my wife. <laughs> oh, my it. God. For sure. That's man. it. That's it. Like, that's it. Look, guys. Look. You're my bros. Love you very much. Get out of my wardrobe. Like, just, just, <laughs> don't, don't fully trust you. Like, it's just, it's just, she sees me every day. She knows what I look good in. She knows she's like, no, 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 no. That, that can't, that can't come out anymore. You're beyond that at this point. Um, yeah, it's my wife. It's my wife. My wife fully dresses me. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be totally honest it's your guys' wives like Boom. mary bought two shirts for sean that didn't fit him she gave them to me and yeah. they are my two nicest shirts i own <laughs> like it. it's i would trust your guys' wives to like go clothes shopping for i'm me. just giving it to your wife <laughs> he is gonna be for tomorrow all right enough <laughs> jesus christ yeah, Tim, just no like, See, try, yeah, yeah it is it's it's wild. It's wild. Yeah. Just 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 fashion sense coming from from me and Sean's wives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyone else that you would trust to dress you? No, yeah. honestly, nobody. Just, just imagine one wife. of your boys like being like, "Yo, this would look really good on you." Like, <laughs> like, like look, I, I, I'm I'm cycling through like my list of like close friends and everything like that, and like I know what they dress like, and it works for them. <laughs> Does not work for me. Like the the jumbo size basketball jerseys does not look good. I've, I've come I've come to terms with that. It's not a good look for me. Uh, you know, full button down shirts. I've seen people wear those on a regular basis. I look okay in them, but that's a work shirt. I, I mm-hmm. don't need that anymore. And, and I have a very specific style of, of button down work shirt that I like to wear. Uh, no, 
No, you, you need that objective eye and your, your spouse or your significant other or your partner or what have you is the one person who will see you in that outfit on a day in, day out basis. And they know. And they know. And it's it's because they're not you. And it's because they know that, like, you know, wearing a, a concert t-shirt from five years ago over and over and over again, not always the best fashion choice. <laughs> not always. Sometimes, Sometimes it, is. it is. Sometimes it is. Uh, all right, then. I would I would also trust my brother. Um, okay. I'm trying to pull up the picture of what he wore to his sister-in-law's wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fucking slick. I'm going to text him for a picture and ask him, or text him to see if he can send me a picture of it to show you guys. But, like, he is on point with style, with suits and things like that. He knows some, someone from work is on point with that. So, like, he's talked with them. He's done. He knows how to tie a bow tie. Like, he knows, like, style mm-hmm. that, like. I would ask him, like, hey, buy me some nice clothes. Mm -hmm. And, like, he hopefully wouldn't be a dick about it. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, Also, by the way, guys, I labeled these uh, questions wrong. I labeled this two. This is round three. That's fine. Uh, So we just flip-flopped them. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's all flip-flopped here a little bit. Uh, I was too busy putting together the the Tim Hansen compilation to have any idea about what order everything was supposed to be in. So you have round two. It's going to be round three. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, you're getting, I think, I think a first in Brose history <laughs> where uh, the I just fucked up the rounds. So uh, either way, the reason I bring this up is because we're closing this one out with a question from Brian Everett. Oh, Listener oh, Brian from the bodega. Uh, and uh, Brian goes, hey there, how you doing? How's your mom? Anyway, my real question, have you tried medicinal marijuana? And if not, do you know how easy, but expensive, it is? Answer that question, and maybe one of the four bros can go on a podcast mission to see how easy it is for a future episode when they report back their finds. From Brian Everett. So, Sean. <laughs> so, so, Sean. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I have not done medical marijuana. I know it's, I, at least in Jersey, I don't know how hard it is to get, but I know it's fucking expensive it is it is very pricey um i think it was it's like two hundred dollars or something like that and don't you need I, I, and you have to get it renewed every year yeah and it's another two hundred dollars or something like that uh-huh. uh and it's it's like and it's and it is the the items themselves are pretty expensive mm-hmm. um but it's but it is I think it's easy depending on your uh, your psychiatrist. Because if your psychiatrist is, is, is like a proponent of it, it's easy for them to be like, this is easy justification. Well, this is how you get it. I'll give you the diagnosis you need and then we'll get you on your way. So mm-hmm. it's, it's relatively easy depending on who you're going to. Mm-hmm. But it is cost prohibitive. Yeah. To say the least. All yeah. right. This is your expert opinion, Brian. Uh, cross prohibitive, but you can do it. Uh, I have no experience with medicinal marijuana. I've never. I have no experience with marijuana. It's, period. Guys, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> so I've heard. I've. I mean, I've had edibles that I've had panic attacks off of because I just had too much of. But then I've smoked and just felt nothing from it. But just, which just calm and nice. Which is what. That's what you wish. What's, what's the point? To, it's the point. Like it, it's not like the like what you see on movies of like the people just not stop laughing and every like I've never had that experience. I've always just had smoke and watch some Futurama and just sit there and chill. Yeah, mm-hmm. and get hungry. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is fine. 
That's yeah. that, that's the yeah. that is the ideal part because I'm like now I'm high now I want to just eat a bunch of food. Well, that's that's the thing, and it's also like it's nice because I, when you get drunk, you're like let's do some shit. You know what I mean? Like let's yeah. make some mistakes. Yeah, and yeah, when yeah. you're high, you're just kind of like let's just eat some popcorn and watch yeah. Futurama. Yeah, like, that's aggressive. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I've never been tempted yeah. to like let's get in the car and let's just drive. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you could eat that pig. <laughs> you definitely could eat that pig. Yeah, uh, yeah marijuana is very. It does strike me as being very uh, relaxed. Just, just. Well, it be does. Happy and it, yeah, it gets you out of your head. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe one of these uh, days we can get a four twenty cast going or something. Well, it's whenever. Uh, mm-hmm. It is recreationally. It's gonna legal. be outside just... of this house. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, but I believe it is legal recreational in Jersey. It's just there's no there's no there's no way where to get it right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I I think even when it's like even when it starts to, uh, become more uh, widespread with like dispensaries on the street that you can just go to, I think I'll still continue to use it medicinally. Like mm-hmm. still keep my medical card and yeah. everything because mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's it's the because uh, i'm sure there are still going to be jobs that if you fail a drug test for weed they'll not let you yeah so it's like not it, federally uh yeah it's, it's not, not legal federally yeah. so right. so like keeping your medical card will be like well i have a reason for why i failed that and mm-hmm. they i don't think they can fire you for that i don't know uh they they might be able to but hopefully not yeah no i don't know what our policy on weed is at my work hmm they haven't drug tested me in my job. They uh, did when I started. Yeah, me too. I mean, yeah, the, at the very beginning, yeah, there was a there was a test, but uh, but I just drank a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> it was all good. Uh, any other thoughts on the medicinal marijuana? I think it's it's. I I think it's unfortunate that it is as cost prohibitive as it is, mm-hmm. and it's not really fair to people like lower income people who have the same problems that I do and could deal with it in the same way that I do. Um, but that's the world we live in. And we could get into a whole discussion of that being because of big pharma, not wanting to like stop people from taking pain medication and things like that. They make it more, it's more cost effective to get pain medicine and, and, and pills than it would be to get medical marijuana at this point. So Mm-hmm. that's a whole thing we can go into about big pharma that i don't think we want to do right now <laughs> yeah, answer uh brian's other question how's your mom mom's well, good mom's yeah. good mom's yeah. good yeah. doing okay yeah my mom's yeah. all right too i was doing pretty well yeah. how, how's your mom how's your yeah yeah brian uh how's your mom uh brose questions at gmail.com uh how's, how's, your, how's your mom how's your mom how's your, how's your mom how's, how's your mother <laughs> say out of your mother for me uh those are all the questions we have anyone have the closing thought or a take like i said i've got one but i'm saving it for next um, episode um so I want to just bring up one of my one of my one of my aunts. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, was uh, mm, getting antics. Yeah, she got she got upset because she's like Sean just thinks I'm a racist, and I just want to say like it's only because of all the racist stuff. Well, that that, okay. well that's that's the thing is I think that from her perspective, racism is just like just like saying the n word with the hard r like, and it's just like these big these big grandiose gestures but um but like racism is is more subtle than that and it doesn't mean you're a bad person 
Like, you can be racist. Like, we all are a little bit racist, but it doesn't make us bad people. It just is like... a. a it is part of the way we've been trained by society to view the world. And so, like, it's it's just coming from a place of ignorance, most of the racism that she exhibits. And so it's not like I don't write people off based on that. Like, you can be ignorant and I can still, like, wholeheartedly support you as a person. Mm-hmm. It's just like I would like you to look at things a little bit more deeply, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it's really just... To, this is to my aunt, should she listen. Like, I don't think that being a racist isn't isn't the, isn't like, uh, you are now automatically a bad person and it erases all of the relationship that we've had. It's just like, this is just a truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I think the difference being is the, you are doing something that is racist or saying something or have this belief that is racist versus you are a person who is bigoted and... You are yeah. a racist versus you're doing something that is racist. Yeah, it's and and I think that's that's the difference is is that she's doing things that are racist, but I don't think she's like I don't think she's a bigot. I don't think so. There's a lot of stuff that comes. <laughs> is, is, well, that's the thing. Like people like like you indicated, they hear racist and they think like you know cross burners and yeah. they think like you're lynching. And people it's not. It's sickness. not. And from my perspective, it's more. It's more nuanced than that. And there's a lot of like very small. Mm-hmm like you know microaggressions that you can take part in and that we all do and it's it sucks but it's like it's something we have to unlearn mm-hmm. and it doesn't but i think it's just important to note that like i'm not the type of person that will write you off based on your ignorance because i don't think that's fair like uh you can't i can't expect you to be at the same place that i am because we've had different life experiences mm-hmm. Like, is, is she, like, I don't want to get into a full character study on her, but, like, <laughs> someone like her, would they, are they doing things um, due to their ignorance and not realizing how it could be racist, or are they doing things out of malice towards those people? No, no, it's, it's just, it's pure ignorance. It's like, yeah. it's things like it, saying, you know, some people are just born harder workers than others mm-hmm. based on, like... Like you, like people of, uh, like black people, uh, going to a school that's underfunded, and it's like, well, some people are just a little, like some people just work harder than others, and it's like, no, you have to understand. There's a lot that goes into that school being underfunded, being predominantly black or people of mm-hmm. color, and like, it's there's a whole history of, like, that we have a whole history of shit that we've done yeah (laughs) to make it that way it's not just it's not just oh maybe black people are less likely to be yeah go-getters yeah yeah yeah. yeah. like (laughs) yeah yes uh and there are people who are born that work harder than others is not exclusive to the color of their skin or their their country well and that and she would say that's like that's exactly what i'm saying it's like yeah but you have to understand Mm -hmm. that there's a lot more going into what you're saying Yeah. yeah When you say stuff like, well, all those students at Martin Luther King High School are all the not hard workers, you're like, okay, well, okay, let's 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 unpack this a little bit then. <laughs> yeah. Why that yeah. school? And specifically the demographics yeah. of Yeah, no. And so but I I just want to make it clear that like it's it's not just big 
burning crosses it is the little things that we mm-hmm. have to be careful of and it also and just because you're doing those little things doesn't mean i'm going to write you off as a person yeah because yeah. i think that's what she was worried about when she was like sean just thinks i'm a racist mm. and it's like yeah i do i mean i do but i don't think that i don't think that you're a bad person at your core i think mm. that i think most people are good people who are just uninformed mm-hmm. and refuse to get informed because it's hard and it's it's a you have to take a hard long hard look at yourself and the system that we live in you've been thinking about things the same way for 40 50 60 years mm-hmm. or however long it is and so to have somebody presented with you especially if it's somebody younger than you yeah like yeah. It, it doesn't yeah. matter like it's just like i'm i'm 32 i don't know how old how old am i 32 between I'm 26 and 38 so, so i'm 32 yeah. <laughs> and so like I've I've been alive a long time, also, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. it, it 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 also like her being concerned that she thinks you think she's a racist might show that she's kind of willing to clear those ignorances and start to understand what's going on. Like, well, she at least she like, at least understands that being racist is wrong. Which yeah, is yeah. The st- it's the starting it's, point. It's, Great it, starting and that's point. A step forward, and that's, <laughs> yeah. that's that's a, a sign of like a good a person who's trying to be a good person or trying sure. who's or is willing to change whereas as she's like well f that anyway then then i mean it's it's a hard conversation to have and yeah. i probably won't ever have it with her but mm-hmm. like i just it's just important for me that people know like being racist is bad mm-hmm. of course but like it doesn't make you automatically like there are racist things that you can do that don't make you automatically a bad person it's just mm-hmm. it's purely mm-hmm. ignorance and that's yeah. it's it is okay to be ignorant sometimes mm-hmm. because i mean unless unless you're then actively fighting against people who are trying to mm-hmm. inform you of stuff yeah but and like i've i've had talks with my mom with things that she's said in the past and i'm just like mom that it's, that's not how it is and she's like it, it was out of ignorance that she said something like that's not how it should be though mom this is the thing and i talked with her and she's like oh i so like in that instance she might have insinuated something racist but it's like uh you just don't understand it fully Mm, yeah and then it doesn't make your mom a bad person and doesn't make her a like a bigot but like uh it's you know you just gotta gotta be open Mm -hmm. to the conversation to the conversation yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's a con- like conversation is the way you're going to learn. Because, mm-hmm. like, ultimately, like, I, we, we've, we've talked about, like, algorithms a little bit on this. But, like, the the idea that, like, you're going to learn everything there is about a given issue just by Googling it is is ridiculous, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like, mm-hmm. and it's tough because, like, you like the one way that I think you can learn about things that you would never think to even look up are by interacting with people who are different from you, who are who are, come from different walks of life, who are younger than you or who are older than you who were born in different areas of the country or the world or, or different regions or different, uh, you know, socioeconomic uh, mm. levels. Like, that's the way you're going to get a full, holistic view of the world and the way things should be because you get a bunch of different perspectives, mm-hmm. a bunch of different voices. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's just it's just being willing to have those, to actually speak with somebody about it. And I've had those conversations with people as well. And it's very enlightening. And it's it's... You know, just be willing to do it and not just decide. Yeah, I've been thinking. I've work. been thinking this way for however many decades, and so this is just the way it is because it's simpler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, good take, man. Strong yeah. take. Um, if people want to have is here any more of your uh, your your 
bold new 21st century radical leanings on race on <laughs> Twitter. Where can they find you? At Hayes, S-O-B. I thought you were going to say, if anybody else wants to hear you call them a racist, where should they go? <laughs> I mean, that's also a good place to do it. Yeah. Hey, it's S-O-B. How about you, Rich? At B underscore Walnuts. Uh, our co-host, Tim R. Hansen, is available on Twitter at Tim R. Hansen. And you can follow me on Twitter at MKasnell. That's M-K-A-S-Z. N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at Brose Podcast. Or Brose underscore podcast. Pardon me. It's on Facebook at Brose Podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. Uh, you can listen to our fine show anywhere where podcasts are bought and sold. Any major podcasting platform. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Dot com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien, who compiles our questions. To Tess Riley, who edits our show. To Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. You can listen to his music at the Free Music Archive. It is time for some plugs. Rich, go ahead. Talk about what you got going on. Uh, Twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts. I stream video games, sometimes with special guests, as, such as Matt and Bennett and Tim, uh, uh, Monday through Thursday, 7 to 10, as well as uh, check out uh, OneQuest.com for the RSS feeds for both PodQuest as well as the eventual bonus action, the tabletop podcast with me, Sean, and a bunch of other friends playing D&D. Sean, other than D&D podcast, uh, you also do some Frisbee tossing, I yeah? some Frisbees. At OB Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it is OB underscore Disc Golf. I'm going to talk to you about our friends at the Anchor Persons Podcast, formerly known as Person and Person. It's our good friends Greg and Gene Person, uh, who host the the best show, the best new show for people who hate news shows. If you're just tired of the day-to-day drudgery of, of watching your local news, uh, if you're sick of the state of journalism, these guys are willing to make the news barely funny for you uh in their own words uh so if you're interested in sort of the oddball news the 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 stuff internationally the stuff underneath the headlines the stuff you won't get from from cnn or fox news or msnbc or the 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 mainstream media you want to get beyond all that you want to you want to listen to greg and gene show the anchor persons podcast is available on Apple Podcasts as well as most major podcasting platforms. Uh, Tim, do you have anything else that you'd like to promote with us today? The Dog Seven Pack. One more for the road. There's nothing symmetrical about flavor. Interesting. You got a brand deal without telling us, but that's fine. Uh, say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweeten, Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. Moves. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. Thank you.